Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich, Chef Ramsay. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Congratulations, you're a meathead, son. But you know what? Don't ever put your hands in my underwear. This is the lamb Where's the lamb yeah, I mean, you really don't make friends around here, do you? I... I didn't come here for that. Hi everyone! Welcome back to Snap Back to Reality, the podcast dedicated to the trash TV we grew up with and love to hate. I'm your host, Riley Ennis, and this is episode 63. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you all for joining me once again. I hope you all are doing well, feeling good, looking gorgeous. Um, yeah, I am doing pretty good. I was having a really rough week last week, so I'm glad I didn't have to put out an episode. I was just like super overwhelmed at work, super, super busy. Um, (laughs) was having like extreme anxiety that I like have not had in like ever. It was like physical anxiety where I felt like I couldn't breathe, which of course in this global pandemic world, I was like, do I have anxiety or is it COVID or is it just anxiety or am I dying or maybe like surprise, maybe it's actually none of the above and I have like pneumonia and I'm just dying of something else. But nope, it was just, I was just really stressed out because guess what? It went away over the weekend. Um, But today it's Monday night. I'm feeling much better. We'll see how the rest of the week goes, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to talk to everyone. Uh, In terms of other updates, um, I've been watching, or I finished watching, I guess I should say, HBO Max's uh, ballroom Vogue competition reality show, Legendary. That was really good that I watched like all of it over this weekend and it really picked up my spirits. So I think that healed me. Um, Also, I went viral on TikTok a couple weeks ago. I didn't get to mention this, but a couple weeks back, I posted another TikTok from the abortion clinic while I was volunteering there, and that went viral. It got not as many views as the original one from, like, back in March when I went viral for the first time, but it has, like, I don't know, 50,000 likes right now compared to, like, 500,000 likes that the other one has. So, yeah, it's, like, an order of magnitude smaller in terms of virality, but it's viral nonetheless. So feeling really good about my future as a TikTok content creator for abortion, like pro-choice specific related TikToks. Uh, If anyone wants to like sponsor me, hire me to do some spawn con, reach out, I guess. (laughs) I can't even get like another sponsorship on my podcast. So what am I saying? Um, All right. Oh, before we jump into everything for the day, because that's basically my updates in terms of my life, nothing else is happening, uh, I did want to mention that for the month of August, the causes that we will be donating to based on our play counts, um, it's going to be Beauty to the Streets. Uh, That's the Instagram name. Her name is Shirley. She is just an incredible woman who goes out to uh, the Los Angeles homeless community, and she provides them with... like. hygiene related things like showers, does their hair, makeup, gets some toiletries. She also uh, does food, like does big, you know, brings out pans of food and feeds them all, gives them just like various things that they need, necessities and some luxuries too, which is really nice. I saw like a couple of like times she would give out like hair styling tools, things like that. So yeah, she just does really good work out in the homeless community um, in Los Angeles. So I do want to donate to her 
And then uh, this actually happened a few weeks back, but I didn't have a chance to talk about it before. I don't remember if it was right before or right after we recorded the last episode, but the um, big explosion disaster happened in Lebanon. So I also want to donate to a cause out in Beirut, um, probably the Lebanese Red Cross or Doctors Without Borders or something. But if anyone has a specific um, recommendation for a charity that works um, in Beirut with everything that's going on out there, I definitely want to do that as well, just because I know they probably got a flood of donations up front, but it'll be, you know, around a month later when I finally do my donations for August. So I want to make sure they continue to get some funds because obviously people will still need food and medical care and to rebuild their homes and businesses over there. So that is what we're going to be focusing on for August. Um, and then I think, you know what, let's sit, fuck it. Let's do one for September too. So if anyone has any other charities, causes, organizations that you want me to keep in mind for September, please let me know. All right, you guys. So today we're going to be talking about another MTV classic. Like it's just MTV is so reliable in terms of their content, the old TV shows I used to watch. They're always fucking readily available, which is great. I don't have to scour the internet for some like, you know, inverted watermarked copy on Vimeo or Dailymotion or some shit. So <laughs> we're going to talk about Made on MTV. In terms of my background with the show, I remember watching this mostly in middle school. I definitely watched it maybe a little bit in high school. There was one time specifically that I can remember that we will talk about. Um, but yeah, I watched it when it was on. It was never really must-see TV for me, but it was like not something that I would reluctantly watch. Like I would watch it when it was on. I just didn't care too much about it. And I think maybe the reason for that is just because even watching it back then, the transformations that happened always felt really shallow. Going back to it and watching it now, I could I could kind of more just appreciate it for what it was and like the humor and comedy that could come out of it. But watching it back then, I think I maybe took it a little bit more seriously and I just like mm, didn't think that it lived up to my expectations. So as far as some information on the show itself, there's not too much. It's like pretty straightforward, but it's a self-improvement reality docuseries in case you didn't know. It ran on MTV for 15 seasons, so started in April 2002 and ran all the way until November 2014. And what it is, basically it just follows teens who have a goal to be made into something else. So like a singer, actor, athlete, dancers, pageant queens, cheerleaders, skateboarders, soccer players. Usually it's something like drastically different from who they are. So if they're like a nerdy kid who's quiet, they might want to be made into like a rock star, that kind of thing. They'll be joined by a maid coach who's an expert in their field and they work together for several weeks as the coach basically trains the teen to help them achieve their goal. Um, as far as I know, and I don't know exactly how it was cast, but I've heard this in a few different places, MTV would basically just go around to various high schools throughout the country and they would do open casting. Um, the people who were trying to be cast would have to submit themselves with the specific idea already of what they wanted to be made into. So it's not like MTV was assigning things, like you did have to come in with your own idea. And they would go through a series of interviews before the person was ultimately chosen. One thing I saw um, when I, I was just like reading through an AMA that someone did who had been on the show, they were not a, uh, they were not paid for appearing on the show, which um, I thought was kind of unusual. I thought people would at least get like, 
I thought you got like at least a thousand dollars or something if you're on an MTV show, but apparently not for made. And that's it in terms of the background information. Like I said, not a lot there. Okay, so the episode that we are talking about today, why did I choose this episode or how I chose this episode? I actually know this contestant. So contestant, I don't know, participant, whatever they're called. Um, So I remember, uh, I think it was, I don't know if I mentioned her because I've always said like, oh, I know one person who's ever been on reality TV. And that, of course, was Will from Beauty and the Geek, which I talked about a few months ago and shat all over him. Um, But I remembered later that I also knew Jade from Maid. Oh, that's funny that it rhymed. I really didn't even notice that till right now as I said it out loud. Um, But yeah, this girl, I grew up with her in my neighborhood in like elementary and middle school. We would hang out a little bit. She was like a year or two, I think just a year older than me. Um, And then like we moved away. I think she and I both moved away from that neighborhood. Uh, So we went to different high schools. I lost touch with her, but our moms were friends and then our moms were both friends with someone else who was like individually closer friends with both my mom and like Jade's mom. Does that make sense? Whatever. But so when Jade was cast and she was on made, uh, whenever her episode came out, I remember we all went over to my mom's other friend's house and we like watched the show. And I don't remember if Jade was there. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. She was probably like watching it with one of her friends or whatever. But anyway, um, <laughs> I also vaguely remember, I think that I remember there being rumors of MTV going to come to our school to do casting. Uh, and I remember thinking like, what would I be made into? Because of course I wanted to fucking be on TV. Um, I can't remember if they actually ever came or not. They might've just been in the area, like in the school district and maybe had gone to a few schools. Like obviously they went to the school that Jade went to. Um, but I don't think they ended up ever coming to my high school. So I did not get an opportunity to be on made. So this is season 10. It's episode either 25 or 26. It's 26 on Wikipedia. It's 25 on the MTV app. And this is Jade, Jennifer, and Dallas motocross girls. So basically it opens with a shot of a beauty pageant and we hear someone being announced as the winner, uh, Jennifer Southern. And then we hear a voiceover and says, see that girl over there? Oh, also before I get into this, before I get into into this, um, another one of the reasons that I did want to talk about this is just because it reminds me of home. (laughs) Not that it's like, it's not necessarily a good reminding, but it just the accents, which I will be trying to do, um, and the the fashion, of course, the places like I recognize everywhere that they're going, more or less. Um, it's just really funny because it's like it's my hometown. That's these are the people that I grew up with. And looking back on it and watching it, I'm like, this is why I never felt like I belonged here. Uh, this is why I tried to get out of there as soon as I turned eighteen. Also, at one point, I was watching the show, and Andrew came in, because he's also from Greenville. We're from the same hometown. And he was like, he heard the accents, like the people talking, and he was like, oh, it sounds like home. (laughs) All right, so uh, we're at a beauty pageant. We hear Jennifer being announced as the winner. We hear a voiceover. See that girl over there? The one with the glittering clap crown getting the thunderous applause? Yeah, so not me. So I'm, I'm going to try to do the accent. I'm going to slip in and out of it. I'm no impressionist. Um, but this is uh, Jade. She explains that Jennifer is her best friend and that she wins everything. Jade is the second runner-up in this beauty pageant. 
And so Jade tells us that she and Jennifer are very competitive with each other, especially when it comes to pageants. They've been doing pageants together since middle school. That's also how they met their other best friend, Dallas. Dallas is introduced as the outspoken one. Dallas has a real thick Southern accent, like a real thick, classic, upstate South Carolina girl with blonde hair who probably went to Clemson Southern accent. (laughs) She's wearing a Clemson shirt at one point. I don't know if she actually ended up going there or not. Um, Jade goes on to say that they are the prettiest and most popular girls at Woodmont High School in South Carolina. And also that's why they have haters. Uh, so they, we see a shot of them walking down their school hallway. It looks very 2009. There is the hair, the side bangs, the dresses with the little cardigans over it, just the high school setting. It does it looks very similar to my high school. It's trigger, triggering my fight or flight response a little bit. Um, also, I did reach out to my network, meaning I posted on Facebook, uh, to see if I had any friends who went to Woodmont High School when this was happening because I wanted to confirm that Jade, Jennifer, and Dallas were indeed the prettiest and most popular girls in school. Um, I didn't have any friends who responded who went to Woodmont. Uh, two people said that their sisters both did, which was not helpful, um, but no one was able to confirm their actual popularity status, so it remains to be seen. However, I, I don't think Jade's lying. Not, I don't, I don't, not that I think she's the prettiest girl in school, but they were probably popular. Uh, so we get some talking head interviews from other students who basically give their opinion on the three. Um, and they just say that they're the typical pretty girls, they're princessy, they're girly girls. So Jade says that the people only see them for their girly side and they want to prove to people that they can get down and dirty and do things other than pageants. <laughs> so they're going to be made into motocross racers. Also, while this is happening and Jade is like telling us all of this, we see the three of them sitting in someone, I think it might be Jade's, aggressively pink bedroom. And also, this is very 2009. It's got pink walls. It's got pink bedding. Everything in that room is pink except for the zebra print accent pillow, naturally. So Jade says in her voiceover that she's happy to be doing this with her BFFs, but she really wants to win because Jennifer has enough trophies and Dallas has attitude. Um, when then we get a few more talking heads from the other classmates, they say, like a couple of them say that Jade is either going to be the one who gives up first or the one who gets hurt. Um, and Jade says in her interview that she's just going to prove them wrong. So we get a little title card. It says day one, July 14th. It opens on Discovery Island Water Park. Again, this is like a site that I see and I recognize and I'm like, that is my hometown. And it is just this like shitty little water park in my hometown. I think I've only been to it like two or three times, maybe that. Three absolute max. Maybe just once. It wasn't a great experience. All I remember is that there was a band-aid in the pool. There's always a fucking band-aid in the pool. And every water park that I go to, I find a band-aid and I just like hate it. I hate water parks. Um, So Jade and her friends get their towels and they go to the field to lay out and they're talking about boys when from somewhere behind them, someone kickstarts a dirt bike. And they all jump and they're looking around saying, what was that? And Jade says, I think they're cutting down trees near here. And then out comes a man on a motorbike flying over the fence like he jumps the fence, pulls up in front of them. They all scream and jump up and he takes off his helmet and he asks for Jade, Dallas, and Jennifer. So he introduces himself as Tyler Evans and explains that he's going to be their maid coach and training starts today. 
So he says that he's set up an obstacle course and inside of the obstacle course, there are going to be the keys to their new motorcycles and basically tells them to start running. So they tear off, they have weighted vests that they have to put on before they run the course, which is supposed to like represent the weight of the motocross gear they'll eventually be wearing. Um, They have to put on the weights, get on mountain bikes, bike down or put on helmet and pads bike down a trail to a stack of tires and then in somewhere in the stack of tires are the keys to the uh motorcycles so they take off on the obstacle course jade is fucking booking it i will say this like say what you will about jade i don't know if it was her own fire or mtv prompting her to like you know really like pull out the storyline she does stay very determined the entire episode so good for her So she races through the course, knocks over the tires. She finds her keys. The other girls are pretty salty. Uh, Dallas is complaining that she, like, they were bare feet on rocks and dirt. They didn't know there was going to be a race. They didn't know there was going to be an obstacle course. And then Tyler talks to them and says that the two losers will face consequences tomorrow. So then they just talk a little bit. He asks the girls why they want to do this. They all kind of just reiterate and explain that they're pageant girls. They're very competitive, but they want to do something dirty. They want to, like, prove people wrong about what they think about them. And he reminds them that on the track, there are no friends. Uh, So, you know, of course, like, foreshadowing the conflict of the episode. And he also tells them that he signed them up for a motocross race in four weeks. So they have to get started with the training now. So then we get the next title card. It's days 2 through 6, July 15th through 19th. Um, So on the next day, Tyler shows up at Dallas's house where they all crash so that he would just have to go to one place to pick them up, I guess. Uh, Jade will ride in the car with Tyler because she won the race from yesterday while Dallas and Jennifer have to ride their bikes to the gym. So they set off. Tyler is talking shit from the car as they bike behind him. At one point, he has to stop the car and, like, talk to them about winning and not focusing on the other person, how they should only be focused on themselves. They each have talking head interviews where they basically just say that they're exhausted. Jennifer seems really defeated, and Dallas is just pissed because she didn't know there would be a race for yesterday again. She's, like, really mad that she lost the race, and she's, like, that's her, her sticking point is that she didn't know there would be a race. Which, like, bitch, none of them, none of you guys knew. Jade didn't know, and she still won. (laughs) Uh, So then Tyler has to talk to them about their attitudes, and he still forces them to finish their ride to the gym. So once they get there, he asks how they feel. Dallas says she's pissed off, and she says, because I go to ride my bike to the stupid gym, and now I have to go in the stupid gym and get more sweaty. (laughs) And then Tyler tells her to get the idea out of, that this is stupid out of her head, because this is fun. Not my idea of fun, but she signed up for it. So they go in the gym, basically just explains that they're going to need to build up their cores and upper bodies in order to hold onto the bikes. So we get a little montage of them working out. And then we get like a little montage of the rest of the week. So Jade explains in a voiceover that they had to ride their bicycles every day and they had to do work on the motocross track. So we see them like lugging bales of hay for whatever reason. At one point while she's lugging a bale of hay, she turns to the camera, Jade turns to the camera and asks what this has to do with motocross. And honestly, I would also like to know that answer. But then by the end of the week, uh, they were exhausted, she says. All right, so, okay, I just noticed this. This is going to come up later. So Jade is sitting on the bed at one point. They're all hanging out together. She looks at her flip phone. She has a flip phone. And she's like, oh, there's a party tonight, but they're too tired to go. Um, Later in the episode, I'll bring this up. Jade has an iPhone, so 
I wonder if she got her, like, very first iPhone, like, while this was filming. I wonder if that was, like, a fucking, I mean, it's definitely an early iPhone. I don't know if it was an iPhone 1 or an iPhone 2 or what what have you. Uh, but, yes, she's definitely using a flip phone at the beginning of this episode and an iPhone at the end. So, truly, like, MTV caught. <laughs> they caught the advent of, like, smartphones, like, on this episode. Wow. Um, so Jade asks who they think is going to win. Jennifer says at this point she just wants to be able to ride. She's not concerned about winning just yet. All right. So day seven, July 20th. Tyler finally introduces the girls to their motorcycles. So they go into a garage. He teaches them the actual parts of the bike, how to maintain them, doing like actual maintenance work. That's all very good. I'm glad. Like I would want to know that stuff if I had a bike. Um, and then they're working on some, like, really old, kind of ratty-looking bikes. And then he reveals three pretty new girly bikes. So there's a pink bike, a blue bike, and a purple bike. Jade picks the pink. Dallas gets the purple. Jennifer gets the blue. They all get matching gear, like, um, I don't know, helmets, obviously, and then, like, whatever the fuck you wear, like, the shirt and pants. I don't know what they're called, but, you know, shit that motocross racers wear. I don't know. Uh, so all of their gear matches the bike. It's very cute. It's very coordinated. Um, Jade has a little talking head outside where she's like, mine was pink. It's really pretty. It's prettier than theirs. Again, the competitiveness in this episode is just like beyond. So day eight, July 21st. Uh, this is just a quick little scene. Jade has a voiceover and tells us that they're riding bikes or their motorcycles finally for the first time. Tyler has them ride on grass instead of the motocross track. Um, he teaches them each how to start the bike and ride slowly. He works with them each individually. They're not bad. Like, they do pretty well. Um, Jade says that she's not 100% focused. She's 150% focused. She's going to do what she needs to do and put everything on the line. All right, and then it's day nine. So Tyler comes to get the girls, and he tells them that they're going to run to the motocross track. So... I have no idea, like, whose house they're running from, how far away the track is, but they all look pissed. Tyler says if they don't run to the track, they're not going to ride their bikes. So Dallas is real pissed. She bites back and says if they run to the track, they won't have time to ride their bikes. Um, and she's being really bitchy. And he's, like, basically saying, like, well, what's the what's the problem with that or something like that? She's like, that's the um point. <laughs> so then they all start running. Jade is, like, hustling she's running up next to Tyler keeping pace with him but Dallas and Jennifer are lagging behind Tyler gets pissed at them and tells them off again and so then Dallas says there's no way in hell she can run to the track um her excuse is I don't want to pass out I've passed out before and I don't like the feeling of it which is a really weird way to put that but that's what she said and she refuses to run so Tyler just makes her go home um, and as she's leaving, we hear her say that her cousin races dirt bikes, so she'll just have him teach her. And meanwhile, Tyler, Jade, and Jennifer fucking sprint to the track. Like, damn, it looks like they're, they're fucking hustling to the track after that point. So then, while all of that drama, I guess, is happening, I, I don't know why MTV was just hanging out at Dallas's house, because we get a shot from inside Dallas's home. Dallas is calling her mom and complaining about Tyler sending her home. Also, in this moment, we see her dad, and he's wearing a t-shirt that says, 100% red-blooded American, and I just wanted to point that out. He 100% voted for Trump. I already know. Um, her mom tells Dallas just to come home and chill out, and Dallas is, like, pissed and hangs up on her. 
she does come home she like pulls into her driveway and she's cursing up a storm and her mom like meets her and tells her to go to her room and Dallas gets in her face and like tells her mom to get off of her and slams her hand on the counter and basically just acts like a bitch like you know she acts like the the way that like white people act where like other races are like wow I can't believe white people get away with act like acting like that in front of their parents or like talking to their parents like that like that she was a poster child for that shit in that moment um then her dad kind of grabs her and starts yelling at her to calm down which of course always works uh he he says you know you you want to do this and you're gonna do it you hear me and she's fully hysterical at this point just runs into her room and slams the door meanwhile at the track uh jennifer and jay don't let dallas's meltdown keep them from having their training day so tyler is teaching them how to like go over the hills on is that what they're called like i don't know hills you know how a motocross track has hills i don't know if there's like a specific term for it is it like a mound whatever he's teaching them the hilly part um and he says in his talking head that jade and jennifer really showed him that they wanted it so dallas obviously like he's not happy with her so then after practice jade and jennifer go to check in on dallas dallas is like sitting on her couch pouting and she asks if Tyler talked any crap about her. And it's like, it's not crap if that's, like, how you actually acted. Like, he's not talking shit. You just acted like a crazy little bitch. Uh, so Dallas says she's not quitting. She just had a bad day. And Jade asks Dallas if she's going to be a biatch to Tyler again. She says, you know, y'all know how I am. If someone's an asshole to me, I'm an even, even bigger one. And then she, like, cut to Jennifer nodding in agreement. Jennifer, like, I don't know exactly what her deal is because she just seems slightly different than the other two um but god bless like all I can say like Jennifer does not really seem like I don't know how she feels I don't know how she really feels about Jade and Dallas that's all I'll say um day 10 July 23rd so Dallas and her dad have a talk about respect basically he tells her to calm the attitude down Um, And then Dallas says, you know, everyone has to be out to get themselves together sometimes, but she took a day off and she's better now and she'll catch up and and learn everything she needs to learn. So Tyler has them all practice riding down like a curve, like a hairpin turn almost on the track. Um, So Jennifer goes first and she goes really extremely slow the whole way down being very careful. And so then Jay kind of like pokes fun at her says she's going slow and Jennifer just like retorts back well you know you can you can go and see how hard it is and then Jade's like I never freaking said it wasn't hard I said you were going slow they kind of like snip back and forth at each other a little bit and instead of like Tyler being like ladies ladies like let's just focus he's like really into it and he kind of like encourages it he's like "Ooh, is this is that some competitiveness like he he loves anytime these three girls are like not friends and are like acting bitchy towards one another he is super into it so then Jade rides down the the curve next um and she has like a little voiceover about how she's gonna show Jennifer how it's done so uh Tyler asked Jennifer what she thinks and Jennifer was like well she went slow like me so Jade can't really say anything so then Jade is riding back up the curve. She's going a little bit faster and then she like falls over and eats it. And she groans and whimpers and the other girls start laughing. She's like starts crying and freaking out. She says she can't breathe. But then when Tyler walks over, he like picks up the bike and it's like not on top of her or anything. It's like, you know, a foot away from her. I think she just like fell over and got like upset and overwhelmed. So she just started crying. 
So she gets up and she walks off the track and Tyler asks if she's going to give up. She's like, I'm not giving up. I'm just walking away because I'm pissed off. So she says to the camera that she doesn't like practicing with Jennifer in Dallas because she can't concentrate when they're out there. Because every time I do bad, they have to talk crap. And Jennifer is like laughing to the camera and she's like, well, I'm only laughing because Jade thought she could do better and she wasn't concentrating and she fell. Which is true. I would probably laugh too, but it's all very petty mean girl shit. Very high school. Um, and yeah, it's it's funny watching it now, but it's also like a little bit triggering because I'm just like, oh dear God, this kind of stupid drama from high school. I'm so glad I don't have to live through anymore. Tyler asks if they're ready to ride again and basically just like tells Jade to not worry about Jennifer in Dallas. And so then uh, Jade's like, I'm not worried about them. I could care less about them, which one is not true. But then two, Dallas is like, I feel the same and just like smiles at her. And it's, it's kind of funny. So then Jade says in voiceover that competing against each other was beginning to take a toll on their friendship. So it was time to try and smooth things over. So we see them all walk into El Tejano Mexican restaurant, which I know exactly where that is. Again, like I recognize that. Um, It's not far from where I used to live. Uh, So Jade says that this is going to be a challenge for them because only one person's going to win and the other two will be pissed. And then Dallas says, well, I hope to win, but you know, if I don't, I won't be a sore loser because I'm in it for the fun of it, which like based on the few, the little bit that I know based on Dallas's attitude, I don't think is true, but you know, at least was the right thing to say. And then Jade was just like, well, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be pissed if I don't win. And so Jennifer's like, wow, you're really going to be mad at us if you, if you know, like one of us wins and Jade just says, no, she'll be mad at herself, but I think seeing what we see later on this episode and also what we just saw at the whole like going down the curve thing, I think she'd be mad at her friends too. Um, So Jade says she's never wanted anything more than this and she also says to the cameraman outside that she thinks she wants it more than them. All right, so then day 13, July 26th. It opens with all three girls at the track and then an ambulance rolls up with lights and sirens blazing. Um, but Tyler basically just explains that the ambulance is there on standby because he uh, they're all going to be riding together at the same time for the first time. And he wants them to understand how serious it is. So he starts listing all of the times he's been injured by while riding. And so he's just like naming all these various different injuries. And then at one point goes split eyes split mouth and jade's like split eyes what are split eyes he's just like yeah split eyes just like oh god so they all take off their writing together um jade says despite her fear she still had competition on her mind so she's like pulling ahead of the other girls and racing them dallas has a talking head where she says her biggest fear is someone out there acting like a hard ass because if one of them does something to her she'll have to get off her bike and do something and then at one point, Dallas, like, pulls in front of Jade, and Jade's like, what are you doing? Why do you keep fucking getting in front of me? So she's, like, you know, not happy that someone else is winning in the race a little bit. And then at one point, Dallas hits a bump or something, and she, like, falls off her bike. Jade's right behind her, and she kind of rams into her back or runs over her back or something. So Dallas starts crying and freaking out, saying that her back hurts. The EMT has to run over, and she checks her out. In a second, she gets up and says she's fine, and that basically is where it ends for the day. All right, so next up is day 14, July 27th. So Jade says that Tyler gave them the day off so that Dallas could go to the doctor. 
And we see a few shots of Dallas getting a physical and a doctor basically just signing off on a clean bill of health. She's good to go. And Jade says that Jennifer, Miss I Win Everything, was excited to sit around for the day, but Jade was pissed because she wanted the day to ride. So all three girls are hanging out together in someone someone's bedroom. Um, Jade is saying how annoying it is that if one person's in, injured, none of them can ride. Uh, Jade seems to think that... I don't know if Jennifer is injured too. It sounds like she's implying she is, or if Jennifer just like wanted to like chill and not have to ride that day, but... Um, she seems to think that whoever has injuries, they're not that bad and they should still be able to go practice. But Dallas then goes to say that she doesn't want to push herself and she doesn't want to get herself hurt more to where, you know, it comes up in the race in a few weeks and she can't do it because she hurt herself. Uh, and Jennifer thinks it wouldn't be fair for one person to get more practice just because someone else is injured. And they all get into a snippy argument about it and Jade leaves. And that's when she goes outside and calls Tyler on the iPhone. So that's where I was like, iPhone, not a flip phone. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting that you can see the transition here. So uh, she calls Tyler and complains, just like complains about Jennifer in Dallas and says that she wants to go practice. Um, Tyler, of course, of course, this shady bitch is like, oh yeah, I like this new attitude of yours, Jade. And like basically tells her to be ready in 15 minutes. So she goes back inside. She tells the other two that she's going to go meet Tyler at the track. Uh, Dallas tells her that makes her mad that she's going to get more practice. And Jade's like, well, you're my friend, but right now, like, I'm only concerned about myself. Um, and then Jennifer tries to say that, well, we'll be more rested and fresh tomorrow when we all go to practice. If you go to the track today, you might wear yourself out and get hurt. And then they just get into a dumb argument again. It ends with Jade saying, all right, well, you can be pissed at me. I don't care. And then Jennifer ending it with, well, it's not my fault. You're a bitch. Classic. So Jade and Tyler get to the track together. Uh, he says that he likes that she's taking this so seriously. And if the other girls are angry, just let them be angry. Um, Jade practices. She's doing pretty well. At one point, she almost loses control, but then she catches herself and she doesn't fall. So, you know, like showing growth. I mean, I won't lie. Like Jade and I mean, the other girls too, even they all obviously learned how the fuck to do this. Like they're, they're learning how to ride dirt bikes. So good on them. They're doing the work. Day 15, July 28th, this is another short little scene. So Jade goes to a restaurant to meet up with Jennifer Dallas and some of their other friends, I guess just to hang out for a little bit. But uh, she's nervous because she knows that Jennifer and Dallas are pissed with her. So she walks over to their table. Dallas is like, oh, you're finally here. We've been waiting for like an hour. And Jade just sits there awkwardly as they talk. So there's some like dramatic music in the background heightening the tension. But I really would have, I kind of wish they just like hadn't put any background music or background noise here because it would have been just like so funny to hear how awkward it was. But Jade says in her talking head that it doesn't bother her that Jennifer and Dallas ignore her because that way she can focus more. And Jennifer has a little talking head where she says that you have to act like your friend or you have to act like our friend to be our friend, basically. And Jade isn't acting like their friend. Day 17, July 30th, they're back at the track. Jade says in voiceover that the girls are still mad at her. Dallas took off one more day to heal, so she is not riding that day. She's just watching. But Jade and Jennifer um, are riding together. And Jade says that Jennifer took her anger at her out on the track. So we see Jennifer flying by on the bike. Uh, Dallas says that Jade's going to get lapped and <laughs> she's laughing. She's like, oh, this is great. Um, Jennifer laps Jade. She like wins the race by a mile. Ta Tyler comes up and gives her a high five because of course he loves when anything happens that could so like discord. 
Jade comes up. Tyler says, Dallas and Jennifer are going to tell you what you what they thought you did wrong. Uh, so they, like, give Jade their constructive feedback. And, of course, like, I'm sure she's pissed. Next up is days 19 through 24, August 1st through 6th. The race is only a week away at this point. Jade says she is determined to wipe the floor with her two best friends. So we see them learning to ride under bright lights um, at night on the track because I think that's what they're going to be doing. Their race is going to be at nighttime. They also get massages, you know, like physical therapy to work out the kinks. Not that massages are physical therapy, but it's like part of their shit. I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, They also have to promote their race. So we see Jade. She's wearing a dress, a bicycle helmet. It's like a very, again, a very 2009, like, I bet she got this shit from Belk. It looks very Belk, like, you know, Junior's department. Um, Wearing a dress, a bicycle helmet, and gloves, like bike gloves. Going up to random people, like a random drum line, I guess. Like, they're practicing outside of the school or something. Uh, So she says, hi, I'm Jade Morton, and I'm in a race, and you have to vote for me. Wait, do you vote in races? Also, I noticed the second time that I watched this back that her helmet that she's wearing, her bicycle helmet, has a tiara on top of it. So I don't know, like, what the deal is with promoting the race. Um, Yeah, they're kind of treating it like a pageant, I guess. Whatever. It's kind of strange. So yeah, it's just like a little scene there. And then they're on the track again two days before the race, and Jade tells us in a voiceover that she felt confident she was going to win, but then everything changed. So we see the girls kickstart their bikes. They all race off. But then as they're going, Jade goes over a jump wrong and falls off her bike. Tyler has to call the paramedic over, tells Jade not to move, and her her, her hip is hurt. Um, Dallas asks her if her head hurts because says that it looks like she bounced off the ground or it looks like her head bounced off the ground. And Tyler confirms it did bounce off the ground, which all seems very dramatic. Uh, Jade is mostly just concerned if she's still going to be able to race, though. So she goes to the doctor the next day to see if she still can race. Um, the doctor signs off on her, so she's good to go. So day 26, it's August 8th, and race day has arrived. They have a few hours once they get to the track to practice. They're going to familiarize themselves with the track. Is it not the same track that they've been practicing and riding on for the past month? I guess not. Jade says that they're going to be racing against five other girls. Um, And so then while they're practicing, Jade's nerves are starting to get the best of her. She does not do very well at practice. She's stalling out. She's falling over a lot. Jennifer and Dallas, meanwhile, are doing just fine. So, of course, like, that's making her anxious. And then everyone can see them practicing. So Jade's starting to feel like a failure. So she cries to Tyler about how she didn't know how scary it was to have people watching her. He tells her not to worry. Don't worry about anyone else other than yourself. But then by nighttime, um, it's time for the race has rolled around and she's feeling more confident. So she says in her talking head that she's not worried about anyone else. She just wants to prove to herself that she can do this. So their race is called. Jennifer and Dallas start. They shoot out of the gate, but Jade's bike keeps stalling. So for whatever reason, she's not able to kickstart it. Um, Tyler has to help her start, and she's disappointed because she wanted to do that on her own. But at any rate, she is off. So Jennifer was up at the front of the pack with the leaders. Because uh, remember, there are five other girls that they're also racing with. Dallas is lagging slightly behind, and Jade is bringing up the rear. But she says by the third lap... <laughs> 
<laughs> Jade, by the third lap, Jade says it's become clear that they couldn't compete with the more serious racers on the track. Which I take that mean, I took that to mean that they got like seriously fucking lapped and the winner of the race is like already like she has her gear off. She's like drinking a pina colada while those three are still riding their, their dirt bikes around in the dirt. Um, so she's like, now it's just the three of us. So Dallas's bike starts to have trouble and Jade passes her by. So now Jade is in second place against Jennifer. It's down to Jennifer versus Jade with one lap left. Jennifer falls over and Jade gets a chance to pull ahead, but Jennifer gets up and just when Jade thinks she has it, she wipes out. So while she's trying to cover from her fall, Jennifer passes her and she beats her. But Jade gets up and she comes in a close second. And then in, in her little uh, voiceover, she says, and this time coming in second didn't bother me at all, which I don't believe. Just this entire fucking show has been an ode to Jade wanting to beat her friends. Not even wanting to come in first, just wanting to beat her friends. Uh, and that didn't happen. But Tyler hugs them all. He says that he's proud of them. Jade says that they accomplished what they set out to do. We made it to the finish line, and I was happy to have my girls by my side. And again, I was just like, mm, doubt it, because this whole, this whole episode, you made it pretty fucking clear that you don't really care about your friends all that much, or you don't like them that much. You just want to hang out, beat them. Like, I don't know. So we see all of their friends and family come up to hug them. Um, I see Jade's mom and her brothers, who I recognize. I used to hang out with them as well. Uh, her little brothers are kind of wild. I don't know if they still are or they were at this time, but when I knew them, when they were like a few years younger than me while I was in elementary school, they were wild children. And then we see uh, Jennifer. She says that she feels like a totally different person than she was four weeks ago. And Jade goes, I won second place, and I think that's pretty amazing for my first race. And she's like, girl, I think you mean seventh place, because remember, you had five people who beat you before Jennifer beat you. So then we see a few more talking head interviews from their classmates, uh, basically just talking about how they're all shocked that the girls actually did it. Jennifer says that she feels like the friendship came strong, came out stronger from this experience, which I, again, cannot believe. Tyler says that the three of them surprised him every single day. They all give some, you know, motivational speeches. Basically, you can you can do anything that you set your mind to. You just have to believe in yourself. Just focus on yourself. You can do it. Yay! And then Jade kind of gives us a Jerry's final thoughts moment. And it just ends with her saying that she's definitely going to keep racing. And she probably never picked up a dirt bike again. <laughs> So that's basically it, but while the credits roll, there is a funny little, like, last scene where it's, I guess, you know, MTV was doing some kind of pickup scene or interview scene or something. Um, it's all three girls. They're in someone's bedroom. Maybe it's Jade's bedroom if Jade has the pink bedroom. They're all wearing, like, various pageant gowns that they have, and then they're just screaming their heads off because there's a bug, like a beetle or a roach which is really gross but I hope it's not a roach I hope it's just a beetle but it's trapped between the fabric like the the fabric and the netting top layer of Jennifer's gown um, and they're just screaming they're like beating at the gown trying to kill it Jennifer falls off the bed at one point it's pretty funny all right and so that is it uh so where are they now so Jade, she is married. She has three kids, including a set of twins. We follow each other on Instagram, or actually I follow her. I don't know if she still follows me. 
Um, she's still friends with Dallas because when I scrolled back on her Instagram, she had a picture of her hanging out with Dallas from a few months ago, um, which that's cool. Like, I don't, I don't know if her and Jennifer are still friends. Uh, also, this is kind of surprising. <laughs> like, no shade to Jade, just like considering the people that I know from my hometown. Um, Jade posted in support of Black Lives Matter on her like Instagram and her TikTok. So that's great. Good for her. I love that she supports it. Uh, also, according to a TikTok that she posted, she's also a stay-at-home mom, so that's what she's been up to. Dallas, I don't have any uh, info on. Uh, her Instagram was private, so I couldn't really see information. But I was Facebook stalking her because I was able to find her on Facebook, and sh- her Facebook is kind of public. Um, so one thing that I did find that I thought was pretty funny. So Dallas, she spells her name D-A-L-L-I-S. So it's like Dallas, like the city in Texas, but with an I instead of an A. She has a kid whose name is Houston with an I, H-O-U-S-T-I-N. So I just thought that was really funny. Um, And then Jennifer, I also was able to find on Facebook. She is also married and has kids, but her Facebook is super private, so I couldn't see any more information. Um, Not that you guys really care about these three random people from this episode of Made. Okay, so now for the juicy part, uh, Tyler Evans. So I googled Tyler Evans motocross because I just wanted to see what would come up, see if there's any information, any updates on him that can be shared. Um, the only thing that I could find, like the, these were all of the the, the uh, news stories, if you Google Tyler Evans, some some man named Tyler Evans who's associated with motocross, I don't know if this is the same guy or not. Um, so trigger warning, he died by suicide during a police confrontation for domestic violence. Like, he was, uh, I think, like, his girlfriend or wife at the time went to the police because he was, uh, they were in a domestic violence altercation. I'm assuming he was the aggressor based on the very, like, just the little bit that I read. Um, And then, like, he was, like, outside the police station and the police were, like, trying to get him to calm down or something. And then he shot himself. Uh, and it's on body cam footage as well. I did not watch that footage because I don't like to watch those kinds of things. Um, I didn't want to look too much into it. But yeah, that is not what I expected. The where are they now going to go for him? Like I did not expect it to go that way when I googled his name. All right. And lastly, uh, does it hold up slash is it worth a rewatch? On one hand, it is super dated in terms of the fashion and the technology. Like I mentioned with the phones, you can see the flip phones. It's like very 2009 looking. Um, But on the other hand, like the storyline itself is pretty timeless. Like I really do think it holds up, especially with something like motocross, which I don't I don't know much about motocross, but I don't think it's changed drastically in like the last 10 to 15 years. Um, So yeah, like it's it it holds up pretty well in terms of a storyline for sure. In terms of rewatching, I personally probably wouldn't spend too much time rewatching Made, but it's not bad. It's probably something good to have on in the background if you just need something to like put on while you do chores or I don't know, just like background noise. Like it's not it's inoffensive. It can be kind of funny. Yeah, it's fine. If you really like Made, I say go check it out. It's all available on the MTV app. All right, you guys, and that is basically it for today. Uh, Sorry that this is kind of a shorter episode, but I thought that there would be, I thought I would spend a lot more time talking about the episode because there are like 13 pages of notes, but I really just blew through that. So anyways, 
Um, I hope you all have a lovely next couple of weeks before I talk to you again. If you haven't already, I would love if you could give this podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Google Play, all of the places. It really does help me out. It would be great to get a few more listeners, um, and that can improve people's chances of finding the podcast if it has recent reviews. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Snapback to Reality Podcast. Of course, the main place you can always find me is Instagram at Snapback to Reality Pod. My personal Instagram is at really underscore Riley. You can follow me on my TikTok at Riley Said So. Um, and if you want to email me, my email is snapbackpodcast at gmail.com. All right, you guys, have a lovely couple of weeks. I uh, will talk to you again soon. Stay safe. Black Lives Matter. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Bye, guys.